Hey, this is Wilson. No Jason this week as always. What's up, Galvis? What's up, bro? Ready for the um for the great news, man. Let's get the people what they want. Yeah, well, it was breaking news yesterday actually. But um in, in about three hours, two hours, forty five minutes from now, USC will introduce Lincoln Riley as its new head football coach. Um, it was a, a, a real stunner. Um, you know, uh, everybody was, you know, I mean, everybody was thinking it would be either Matt Campbell or Luke Fickle or Dave Aranda. And so when, when, when the, when the news broke that it was going to be Lincoln Riley, it was like, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, one of the most, you know, uh, shocking turn of events, uh, in, you know, recent college football history, you know, uh, Lincoln Riley on Saturday coached at uh, coached in the Bedlam series, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State lost that game that effectively knocked Oklahoma out of the uh, playoff race. That was their second loss of the season. Uh, after the game, he go, he goes, "Let me stop you right there." Talking to a reporter, I'm not taking the LSU job. To- yesterday on Sunday, out of nowhere, breaks the news that he's going to be the, the next head coach at USC. Uh, and, and, and like I said, it's 12.17 right now p.m. on Monday in Los Angeles. And at 3 o'clock p.m., he's going to be introduced as the next head coach of USC. He, he, they showed him on, on social media getting off of the jet with his family and walking through Heritage Hall, walking past the Heisman's with a, you know, his USC uh, 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 college shirt on. And it's, uh, man, just, just incredible. An incredible day yesterday and just a, an incredible start already, really, uh, to this new era in USC football, um, you know it's been a while now. Uh, been you know ten years uh, plus since we've had that feeling uh, that Pete Carroll gave us during those great. I was thinking yesterday, Galvis, about how you know we won during the Pete Carroll uh, tenure, which was nine years, two thousand one to two thousand nine, nine seasons. We won two champions. We call it two championships. It's really one officially, officially, really like one and a half because the first one we split. But it felt like we won five championships, you know, you know, five national championships because that's how much fun um, we had, you know. And it's just been a while since we had that same feeling of being a true powerhouse, uh, prestige um, program. And we made up, you know, we made a Rose Bowl, uh, won a Rose Bowl, made a, a, a won a Pac twelve, a Pac twelve, and played in the Cotton Bowl. But it just hasn't had that same that same feeling, you know, I don't think he'll, um, it won't be the same rock star feel that, pre- that Pete Carroll brought, um, as far as, you know, having Denzel and Will Ferrell and Stoop Dogg on the sidelines, the whole celebrity thing, like, you know, it was like a movie uh, when Pete was here, but it just it as far as, game. yeah, but just as far as football excellence, I mean, Lincoln Riley, uh, coached at Oklahoma for five years after being their offensive coordinator for a couple of years. Uh, 12 wins, 12 wins, 12 wins, nine and two last year in the pandemic year, and then 10 and two uh, this year. And he won't coach your ball game. Bob Stoops, uh, I mean, of course, he won't, he's, he's here now. <laughs> Bob Stoops will coach their, uh, their bowl game uh, in his place as, as, an, as an interim head coach. Um, Galvis, I mean, how excited are you about uh, Lincoln Riley coming to Los Angeles to coach USC? To be honest with you, I think. We can both say that SC is probably our second favorite 
LA team after the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Big SC fans. I think one of the the biggest things, or the one of the 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 best things about it is that we're finally. I feel like we're gonna get those rock star recruits again that we haven't had in in years, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't had a a Mark Sanchez or a Matt Barkley, regardless of how they panned out, right? We mm-hmm. haven't had that quarterback that he's an incoming freshman and he's a Heisman hopeful. He's gonna like we haven't had that. We haven't even had running backs like that or wide receivers, right? Mm-hmm. Household names. And me, 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 and you were talking right before we got on the, on the show. Like the fact that that quarterback at Clemson, ukulele, whatever his last name is, and <laughs> DJ and, um, and Bryce Young, the fact that they were LA kids and they're not at SC was very disappointing. Like you said, uh, Bryce Young went to Marday, right? Mm-hmm. So before. When a quarterback came out of modern day, other colleges probably wouldn't even bother recruiting them because they already knew that he was going to come to SC. And now, not only is he not going to SC, he's leaving the state. He's going cross country. He's and you know, so hopefully Lincoln Riley can establish the recruiting trails again. Because um, really, I know in the South, right, and on the East Coast, everybody's fighting for everybody, right? Uh, uh, Louisiana has to go into Florida to recruit. They have to go into Alabama, Texas, Oklahoma, uh, you know, Michigan. Hey, it's just us, dude. Here in California, mm-hmm. it's just on the West Coast, it's just USC and literally nobody else. Maybe mm-hmm. Oregon, but that's a huge maybe. Mm-hmm. Nobody can compete with SC, and so mm-hmm. hopefully Lincoln Riley can can bring that that back, man. But how long has a championship, the, the BCS playoffs, been intact in for? Like six, seven years, right? Well, the playoff has been intact for, yeah, like, I think 20, since 2015 or something like that. Um, and the fact that USC has never even sniffed a semifinal berth, bro, that's very sad. Yeah, and Lincoln Riley's been there uh, three times, you know, yeah. in, in, just, in just five years at, at Oklahoma. Um, so just, uh, only 38 years old. Go ahead. Everybody's saying that he's trying to dodge the SEC. As everybody knows, Texas and Oklahoma, they're going to SEC either next year or in two years. I'm not sure. Um, do you think that's the main reason or one of the big reasons? Yeah, I, I can't think of any other reason. I think he just... He looked at it and said, why would I go to the SEC and compete with all these other juggernaut programs, uh, you know, Alabama and, uh, and um, LSU and Texas A&M and Georgia and, and all, those, all those programs when I can just go to Los Angeles or USC and the Pac-12 and really if I, if I do what I'm supposed to do, We'll just have our run of the whole of the whole conference, you know. Oh, and by the way, it's eighty. And by the way, it's eighty degrees on December first. That's right, you know. And I said, I said, I don't know if you saw my uh, my post, but I said that it's like him coming here is like Jed Clampett bringing his family to Beverly Hills from wherever that was in the South that they were from, 
you know, and when you see them get off the, the jet, <laughs> they really don't see what it's like, you know. Uh, Lincoln yeah. Riley's from, he's from Texas and became known coaching at, um, at Oklahoma. And now he's coming to Los Angeles to coach. He really is like the Beverly, the Beverly Hillbillies, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, at 38 years old, um, an, an offensive uh, mastermind. Um, you know, it's, that's one of, the, it's one of the most exciting things when you think of Jackson Dart and how live and strong his, uh, his arm is. Jackson Dart may have a, and, and, and you know, I mean, Lincoln Riley's coached some, you know, Heisman winning quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, uh, uh, Kyler Murray, you know, and Jackson yeah. Dart may have the strongest, you know, physically Jackson Dart on paper might be the most talented of all those guys. And well, think about the, it. I mean, Matt, um, uh, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, they're not even six feet tall. Right. Very little guys. Yeah. You know? Uh, and he was able that, to, to, to do really well with them. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, and he, you know, the, the, the cupboard's a little, uh, a little, a little bare. Um, uh, this, this, this is probably the, this has been probably this year's team, USC team was probably the least talented uh, USC team um, that I've seen since I've been watching USC football. I only really see two pros, um, you know, on the roster, uh, you know, as far as, you know, their, their performance in the last, you know, you know, few years. And that's, of course, Drake London and Drake Jackson will probably be uh, first-round picks. Uh, so, you know, he's going to have, but it, it, I mean, just immediately, like we've already seen, you know, he had those commits from, from California who were supposed to be going to Oklahoma. They decommitted, you know, um, immediately, you know, and there's going to be more changes like that with him now coming to, uh, uh, to, to, to USC and it being such, you know, big flashy, a big splash, uh, move. It's going to be funny. a lot of guys flipping their commitments and coming to SC just in this, in this first, in his very first class here. Uh, you know, coming up, you know, by by September, they're gonna be they're gonna be guys on the USC roster who were not who are not committed to USC uh, right now. You know? Yeah. Now, is this Lincoln Riley? He's a top what college quarter uh, coach? Top three? Top five for sure. Saban, Sweeney, and yeah, uh, Lincoln Riley next, right? Lincoln Riley, Ryan Day, Jimbo, you know. Well, you got to, got can't forget Kirby Smart, you know. So he's he he's right there in that in that mix, you know. Um, yeah. It's probably it's probably Saban and definitely Saban at the top, and then Dabo, and then beneath him, you know, whether you want to go, you know, Jimbo or uh, Kirby or or Lincoln Riley or Ryan Day, they're all in that same category, you know. So. Um, but not only that, but, you know, uh, USC during Clay Helton, uh, had some of the, probably the worst player development in the country. Uh, so, you know, Lincoln Riley is going to get here a true, you know, a true top of the line coach and him and his staff, they're going to coach these guys up and get these guys playing the guys that we already have, you know, playing to the best of their, um, ability, you know, playing to their full, um, potential. You know, there's so many guys that the USC wasted over the last, uh, you know, five years of, you know, the, this, uh, in this Clay Helton era, that if you look at the raw material, I mean, I think of guys like Josh Follow and uh, 
um, Hunter Eccles, you know, guys like that, who if you look at just their raw talent, you go, man, there's no way that these guys should, you know, be guys who haven't been productive, you know, playing college football. Um, so it's going to be, you know, it's going to be guys like that who are, you know, he's going to get the most out of them. You know, I think those guys are set to, to move on. But yeah, man, it's going to be a, it's just a, um, a new day. I mean, look, there's no reason why we should be losing to BYU. I don't care how high ranked they are. We shouldn't lose by 33 points to you at, to UCLA, right? And mm-hmm. these are the things that when this becomes normal or when you're not surprised, that's when you know you have a problem, right? Mm-hmm. You'll never see Nick Saban lose by 30 points. Mm-hmm. You'll never see Nick Saban lose to uh, to Vanderbilt and you won't be stunned, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's just that's when you know. Same with Clemson. Same with these other schools. Like That's how you know that they are – the cream of the crop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, USC has lost two, let's see, this year. They've lost by Stanford. They lost to Stanford by 14. They lost to Oregon State by 17. They lost to Utah by 18. They lost to Notre Dame by 15. Uh, they lost to USC by 33. You know? They lost... The only close loss they had was BYU, and that was at home. So, yeah. you know. Uh, they've, they've been barely competitive, you know. It's like they're, they're good enough to kind of maybe hang around or, you know, make it look more respectable at the end. But you kind of go into the games already knowing what's going to happen and uh, and how it's going to end. You know, um, it, I, uh, yeah, but it's just, uh, Lincoln Riley, um, started off as a, uh, uh, as an assistant at Texas Tech. Then he moved on to, um, East Carolina. He was their offensive coordinator and their quarterbacks coach. And then he, he uh, got the job at Oklahoma uh, under Bob uh, Stoops as offensive coordinator slash quarterback. And then when Bob Stoops retired, he took over as the um, as the head coach. Uh, and they were in the um, in the playoff, like I said, three times. You know, um, the first three years that he was the uh, the head coach there. <clears throat> Now, let me ask you a question. Spencer Rattler was supposed to be a Heisman Trophy favorite before the season. Not only is he not a Heisman Trophy favorite, he got benched during the game. And then the other player never looked back. Moving forward, would you like to see Jackson Dart? Or if Spencer Rattler was willing to come to L.A., who would would you rather have? Well, I don't think that makes any sense because Lincoln Riley already benched Spencer Rattler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Spencer, that's why Spencer Rattler is transferring uh, now. I think the news broke today that Spencer Rattler is, is going to enter the uh, the transfer portal. Um, uh, my guess I think, is Spencer Rattler. I think that's. I think that's really something. It's it's a trend now. These these quarterbacks, what they do is they 
they enter this transfer portal. Because do you still have to sit out or not anymore? No, you don't have to sit out anymore. Yeah, see, you don't have to sit out anymore. So there's a lot of um, incentive. It's almost like free agency for a college quarterback, right? Look at, mm-hmm. look at, look at Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. He got bad, benched for Tua, goes to Oklahoma, and gets drafted, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I think uh, if I was – that's almost like kind of like your, your way out now. But, I mean, if you – I haven't seen one minute of a USC game this year, and I used to be a hardcore USC fan. It just goes to show, like, how far this program has come. And I guess you could say, okay, well, then you're not a, really a USC fan if you don't watch them while they're down. Well, I could be doing a million different things than watching USC lose. I could be playing video games. I could be <laughs> off. I could be in the park. <laughs> I could be doing a million different things. Just because I have to watch USC lose, that doesn't make me a fan. Right? What's crazy is you just mentioned all these players. I don't know who any of these players are, bro. I don't. I completely forgot that Jackson Dart was even the, the, the quarterback. Um, you know, so hopefully this is what I'm really, really, really hoping for, uh, for Lincoln Riley, where they're going to make me watch again. Yeah, I just think about the, uh, the spring game, you know, and what that, will, uh, what that will be like. How in recent years it's been kind of like a, you know, no matter where they had it, if they had it at the, uh, at, you know, on campus at that, at that stadium, or if they had it at the Coliseum, it was like a non-factor. Like nobody really cared, you know. And now I imagine the spring game being, you know, a, a, a hot. I mean, maybe you know, not a hot ticket, but some place to be. You know, I expect at least eight wins next year. Like I said, they uh you know, like the cupboard is 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 kind of it's kind of bare. I mean, that's how bad the the recruiting has uh has been. You know, any time that you um that you have a, a team that uh, anytime you have a program where they have where you have where they have uh, transfers coming in uh, and 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 expected to start, you know, which USC uh, had two guys like that this year. Now hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm reading. Could Caleb Williams come to LA, bro? Why wouldn't he? Or why couldn't he? Forget about the guy. Forget about Caleb Williams. We already have a quarterback. Yeah, but is he, is good, is he as good as Caleb Williams? I mean, I, I don't see Caleb here's Williams. The, here's the thing. You got to, like, you got to want what's best for USC. Like, who cares about Jackson Dar? He's not even from here. He's from freaking Utah. <laughs> Caleb Williams put now. Caleb Williams put up this tweet uh, yesterday. I appreciate all the concerns about the situation, but I'm also happy for Coach R- Riley, Mama Riley, Sloan, and Stella for the huge opportunity. That's all I plan to say right now. <laughs> that, you didn't say. My heart is in Oklahoma. I wish Riley the best. Nah, bro. He left that so he left that door wide open that a semi truck could get through, bro. Doesn't that tweet kind of, you know? <laughs> What kind of tweet is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's not exactly a, a complete vote of, of confidence. 
Um, no. But I don't know, bro. I mean, you're right. You do you do make a point. You know, uh, Jackson Dart isn't tied to, um, to to. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Um, Caleb Williams is not tied to Oklahoma. You know, he's only been there for a year. Uh, he could easily come and look at um and and uh, Lincoln Riley already proved to be loyal to Caleb Williams. Bro, we can have Caleb Williams. Come on, dog. No, uh, I was gonna say yeah. Link, Lincoln if Riley. Dart, if Jackson Dart was this wonder kid from modern day or from John Bosco or from um, uh, Crenshaw or from L- Dorsey or somewhere. You know, then I'd be like, ah, oh, come on, man. He's the hometown kid. Like, we, dude, Jackson Dart's from freaking Utah, bro. Come on now. But you haven't watched any games. You haven't seen the, the raw talent that Jackson Dart has. Uh, I'm reading the headlines. He struggled in his first. He struggles to make a big impact with his first start. Well, that was. Here's the, thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Keaton Slovis was supposed to be that, like, I don't know what the hell's going on at USC, right? It goes back to JT Daniels. He was supposed to be the next um, Mark Sanchez or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, he, didn't, he, didn't come, he didn't come in like that. But after yes, his, he did. After, yes, he did. He, he didn't come. He was a three-star recruit, Keaton Slovis. No, but, no, no. I think JT Daniels. Oh, JT Daniels. I'm sorry. They, yeah. JT Daniels came in like he was supposed to be the next big thing at USC, right? Mm-hmm. And he went to modern day. Another modern day quarterback. Now, it's it's funny because it's like, what happened to him? Did USC fuck him up or what happened? Uh, then, well, he got hurt. And then, and and then, then Slovis came in and took his job. And then Slovis took his job, and then Slovis couldn't keep his job this year. And then Jackson Dart, I mean, have you seen enough to where you can say this guy can lead us to the playoffs or this guy can, can win a Heisman? Jackson Dart, Galvez, was a uh, he was a Gatorade player. He was a Gatorade football player of the year in 2020 and the Max Press football player of the year in 2020. So he was somebody that USC fans were looking for. Um, I'm sorry, sorry, we're looking forward to seeing and when he came in in that first game, I think it was against uh, Washington State when Slovis got hurt for the first time, and he, and, uh, and Dart came in. Everybody saw the arm strength. You know, he's kind of a gunslinger, but you see the the raw talent. Like I said, so people were Why really excited. Why wasn't he excited. a five-star recruit, though? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think we I think we have our uh, I think we have our quarterback. It's just it's just an issue now of coming in. And and coaching guys up, you know Lincoln Riley is a, is a quarterback guru. Uh, the Spencer Rattler situation, you know, I don't know what to make of that. Of like why he, you know, he came in this season as a potential number one overall pick and ended up uh, losing his job, you know. Um, so I don't know what happened there. But if you look at what Lincoln Riley did with uh, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, I think you know, I mean, it, it speaks for. Uh, itself you know um and like i said jackson dart uh 6'3 210 pounds you know he has he has all the tools physically he has a look like i said if you see his arm strength he'll throw balls in the tight windows um 
you know, it's it's uh it's there, you know. Um so yeah, it's just a it's a it's a beautiful day in LA with Lincoln Riley coming to uh to USC. Um and I and I just look forward to uh you know being being excited about uh USC football again and having recruits come in and and just being excited to see guys like ball out, you know. It's been mm-hmm. it's been it's been a while since we've been able to, so we've been able to see guys come in who were big time recruits and come in and just get there out there on the field and and, and perform, you know, the yeah. way that it was back been, in the day. I mean, how? When was the last time we had superstar quarterback or a superstar running back or a superstar wide receiver? Well, I mean. You know, Drake London is a superstar receiver. Juju was a superstar receiver. Ronald Jones was a great running back. I mean, it's not like we haven't had some really, really good players. But it's just when the, when the team is kind of, even those, those two years when they, you know, the, the first, those two Darnold years, Darnold years, where they made the, um, they won the Rose Bowls and they won the Pac-12 the next year and they, and they lost in the Cotton Bowl. It, I mean, I mean, really, really, Darnold's freshman year was the only year where you watched him and you were like, wow, this is really, this is really fun. Even that next year, 2017, it was like a tight, tight rope walk. You know, I don't know how they won 11 games because each game was like a, you know, like I said, it was like a, it was precarious. You know, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a dominant, it was probably the worst 11 win team I've, I've ever seen. It was not a dominant well, team. Well, London might be, he's probably done after this year anyways. Yeah, I don't see him. He coming. broke his ankle, and now he's going. Uh, you know, he's going to go pro. He's going to be a first round pick. Um, yeah. But Wilson, um, I, mean, I have about five, seven minutes left. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, the Rams real quick. I don't think they're going to win, bro. I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford. A lot of people are saying that he's a really great quarterback. He just played on bad Rams teams. I mean, on uh, Lions teams, maybe he is what he is, you know? Because well, there are other quarterbacks that haven't had a great team, but they find a way to make make it to the playoffs. You mean to tell me you're a great quarterback and you can't win one playoff game in 10 years? Well, I mean, you're right, but put, I mean, the, Lion, the put Lions... Aaron, put Aaron Rodgers on that Detroit team. Don't they go a lot further? I don't know how much further they go. I think they make the playoffs more times, but That's I think it would have been like. But they would have at least had more games. I mean, you look at Matthew Stafford, and I mean the way the Rams. I think the reason why they went for Matthew Stafford was because he was available, and they thought, okay, we're gonna build this great defensive team, and we're just gonna put weapons around them, and we're gonna ask them to not lose the game, you know. But I don't have confidence in Matthew Stafford to go into Arizona or to go into Lambeau or to go into Tampa Bay and put up 30 points. Well, it's not all Matthew Stafford's fault. I mean, I mean, he he had a couple of uh, of down games yesterday. They played in um, in Green Bay. And he played well. He threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. You know, Robert Woods broke his uh, uh, his ankle. And so, I'm sorry, I think it was a torn ACL. 
Yeah. So, so he's that was the, yeah. that hurt. And yeah, I think I think in this stage, Robert Woods is probably a better receiver than OBJ. And if not, then he's at least you know he's 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 been in this offense for so long. Yeah. And he, he's just know, he, not a big. He's just not that big of a name, but. Troy Aikman said he's a top three receiver in the league. Now, I don't know. He's obviously stretching on that one. Yeah, I, remember, I remember what Troy Aikman said that, that Robert Woods was the best all-around receiver in the league. Troy Aikman loves Robert Woods. But you know, he's, he's a good receiver, and he's, you know, in this offense, you know, McVay, um, he, yeah. he, you know, Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods, they're his guys. You know, he likes yeah. them. He knows how to use them, you know. Uh, and so, you know, they're kind of like staples in this offense and the way this offense is, is designed, it's kind of, it's built to their strengths. And yeah. so. Cause it's, it's kind of a gimmicky offense. Yeah. And I always but, wanted them to get a, a bigger, cause you know, neither, neither Cup nor um, Woods are really like dynamic more, outside receivers. They're like more slot receivers. Yeah. Like how OBJ is. Uh, but you know, it's kind of like the offense is designed a certain way and it worked. With those, with those guys, um, but you know, I, I, I think uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of they just kind of hit a, um, a, a, a tough s- a spell in the in the season. They lost to Tennessee, and they lost to the Niners, and they lost. So they've lost three straight games, um, and you know. But you know, know, you know what the beauty about football is, which um, surprisingly in the past few years, you know, I know. I've always said basketball is – I still think basketball is still my favorite sport. It's just that there's nothing like watching football, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty about football is that it's a one and done in the playoffs. So any, any team that sneaks in, all they have to do is just win one game. Anybody can do that, right? And um, that's the beauty about the NFL is that Anybody can win, bro. There's about eight teams that can easily win the Super Bowl. And the NBA, there's it usually comes down to about three or four max. You know? Like look at the NFL, right? You have the Rams, Packers, Bucks, uh, who else? Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just right there is four in the NFC. On the AFC you have you can't count out the Chiefs ever. Um you have the Ravens. Well, the AFC is kind of down, surprisingly. Yeah, but the point is that it's kind of like it's kind of like baseball. Like you just want to yeah. get there, and then whoever gets hot, that's probably the team that's going to win it. You know. Um, but yeah, man, the Rams have. Uh, but you know, the Rams are, they've been struggling, but they're still in the they're still in the playoffs right now. Yeah, they're know. seven and three, I believe, or seven and four. Um, yeah, and they have Jacksonville coming up, so maybe they can write the ship. Uh, hey, I got Seattle. I got in my football pool. I actually got um, if Seattle wins, I win the football pool. That's a good. That's that's pretty good, right? Seattle should be a lock for that. So, I, I wouldn't say a lock. <laughs> they isn't Russell struggling. Wilson playing? Yeah, but they've been struggling big time though. You know? Yeah, but they're playing well. Yeah, I guess they lost to the Cardinals when the Cardinals didn't have Hopkins or Murray. Um, you know, it's I don't know. It's been, I don't know. I don't. Know, maybe the, the game is. I know it's just one year, and you know, 
Pete's, they've done so much winning there with Pete and Russell Wilson, but they haven't even been playing well when Russell's been playing. So maybe the game is finally past Pete Carroll by. You know? Yeah. Like 70 years old. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see with the Rams. I'm not I'm not too sold on the Rams, like I said. Um but you know. I don't know what it is. You know, I'm not sold on Jackson Dart. And I'm not sold on um Matthew Stafford. So we'll have to see. Well it's hard, man. But USC USC is is no question. Oh yeah. You know. Like I said, I expect about I expect at least eight wins next year, and then right. but in, in the year by years two and three and four by year three we'll be in what? the in the playoff picture. Depending on the commits he can get, and if he could get Jackson Jackson Dart right, or if he could get Caleb Williams or somebody, and the Pac-12 is so weak, I could see him winning nine ten games next year because there's yeah. no competition. Yeah. You know, I could even see him playing going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. You know, these are not teams. USC schedule is not full of teams that they should be losing to. You know? No. Um, oh. All right. So before we get out of here, just a reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other major podcatcher. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TC Pod Network and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Podcast Network. Send feedback and mailback questions to anotherfootballpod at gmail.com. We are out. <laughs>